Welcome to Memorizing Scripture. I'm your host, Gordon Howell, and this week we're going to jump right into our verse and finish strong. We're memorizing 1 John 1 9. You know this. Let's say this together. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So today, again, we're going to finish strong with some encouragement and application. And something that I didn't think was important throughout most of my life was the confession of sin. Confession. I understood what sin was on a grand level, and I acknowledged it in my head. But to verbally pray to God and confess your sin is really important because you are confessing, you are committing sin. Every sin you commit is against God. And so if you're not confessing your sin to God, someone who is the forgiver of all sins and can help cleanse you of all sins, and you're not confessing that to God, then you're you're holding on to that. And I would remember that unresolved sin or unresolved repentance and, and lack of confession, that would create my life uh, uh, to be fuzzy and to dark and to maybe even commit more sin that I wouldn't otherwise have thought about or wanted or or whatnot. And so I could tell that God wasn't walking with me during those seasons. And, you know, it could have been a couple of days. It could have been months. Um, and granted, there, there, there is times where you just feel like the devil is just on you. Things aren't going right. And it's hard to harness your anger and reactions to the situation around you. And, and we'll talk about that more when we talk about joy and find a verse on joy. But, Right now, just confessing our sin, and that is the beginning of that, a repentant heart. And so, as we've learned this week, <clears throat> every sin, again, every sin is first and foremost against God. He wants us to be holy and have a relationship with him. And that's why he sent Jesus Christ, to die for our sins. And as we continue to be sanctified, he wants us to experience love and joy and peace and patience, etc. His holy presence, those things that God is. And we need to confess our sin and to say the same thing about what sin is as what God says. All right, so we're going to pick back up where the camera stopped and I changed the battery. Rookie move. Sorry. Uh, but we're going to jump into the application part. And there's two things I was thinking about for this. So number one, if you don't already do this, put this in your daily prayer or quiet time. I think many people probably do that. Maybe they don't. Maybe uh, like many people, you just focus on praying for healing for others or, or sickness or things like that. That's That tends to consume a lot of our prayers. But, you know, there's other things that God wants us to pray for. Uh, probably none more especially than praying for the salvation of others. So uh, encouragement on that. But as far as praying for God to reveal your sins and ask for forgiveness from God. That is something that God asks us in the Lord's Prayer. And that is probably something we should do regularly. Um, I think something that I have done recently is I've journaled a little bit. I don't, I'm not a journaler, but a, a friend has encouraged me to journal more. And so I have. <clears throat> but what I found myself journaling, especially this past week, is confession of sin. I was just saying, God, I'm I'm angry or upset about this or I did this this week, or I was tempted to do this week. And when God, again, when we go back to saying the same thing about sin is what God says, when you say it and then write it, it's it's it feels permanent and there's this weight to it. And 
what happens is the weight gets immediately released because you know that this is how God sees sin and you're admitting through verbal communication and written communication that that you need repentance, that you need forgiveness, that you need to repent, that you need forgiveness from God. And so he knows what's going on and he has the power again to forgive everybody's sin, much less what you've done. So I would say, again, encourage you to put that a part of your daily discipline, confessing your sins, ask God to reveal. I mean, there's going to be things that you've done and maybe it's tugging on your heart and you don't know why and maybe you just had a bad attitude about it. And that itself, you're like, God, okay, I, I, I sinned in that way. I was mean against that person. I was hateful against that person. And God says, if you hate a person in your heart, it, it's like committing murder. It's the acts of the heart and the motives are, are even more important sometimes than the action because that's where it starts. And God knows that's the beginning of the sin. The second thing that you could do is uh, meet with a mentor or Christian peers about sin and forgiveness. Now, when I say this, I'm hesitant a little bit um, because it's not necessarily what these verses are suggesting to do. Every sin is against God and, and you can, should confess. But um, I'm not trying to be like the Catholic Church here where you just dump a bunch of sins on someone. When we look at verses like James 5, 16, he's, he says, write, he writes, confess your sins to one another. And what James is referring to is confessing your sin to the person you sinned against. If there's an opportunity to, opportunity to do that, he wants you to do that, especially in the church because he wants the church to be open and uh, and honest and forgive each other and so there's no divisions in the church. And so with that, if you need to confess to someone that you've sinned against, do that. Repair that relationship. But also if you need um, guidance or help from a mentor or prayer, I think that's okay too. When we try to forget or figure out our sanctification process, we can't always do it by ourselves. And so when it comes to confessing sin and just walking with people through maybe even a hard time getting over an addiction process or whatever, there is an element of guidance and and prayer and mentorship that people um, in your Christian walk, in your Christians in your circle, that can help you with, a pastor or a church leader. And so um, an opposite example is this, is that I used to be in a, a small group of a few guys where we would continually pray and read the word and we would confess sin. And some of that was edifying, and, and, but I can see bad situations where every single week you could just have a sin dump and just you're committing the same sin over and over. Let's choose gossiping. You're always gossiping at work. And I mean, it's not just a place to dump your sin and move on. I mean, you can't just tell your friends about your sin and, and then that's the end of it. Again, you're sinning against God and there needs to be a heart and heart transformation. And so this group wasn't necessarily doing a sin dump every week, but but you can see that how that would happen. But also the opposite of that part that could happen too is just a person saying, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. You know, when we ask, what should we pray for every single week? I'm good. Well, no, you're not good. You're a sinner by heart. And you just need to invest a little bit more in your Christian walk and be real with God. Now, maybe you don't want to share with that group of people. And you got to change your group or figure that out. But my point is with confessing our sins to each other, um, I don't think it's necessarily always helpful to have 
just like a sin dump opportunity. I think that practice isn't what God is asking of us. So use discernment among that. Again, talk to some pastors or church leaders. But the main point of all this is to ask forgiveness from God and ask forgiveness from a person if that's an option as well. So recognize that God forgave us for all of our sins. And if we confess our sins to him, while there might be consequences that hurt us, if we confess all our sins to God, there still could be earthly consequences for the mistakes that we make. God can also give us joy and peace among those things. So that wraps up our idea this week for 1 John 1.9. Again, today, is if, you, if it's the beginning of your day or even the end of your day or the weekend, still use a note card. The point is repetition. Say it to yourself. Look at it. Memorize it, internalize it, find that person who you're going to recite it to. Um, and again, you can email me at ideamailbag at gmail.com. That's ideamailbag at gmail.com. Any comments, ideas, woes, things to share on this podcast. Next week, we're going to learn a new verse together. Of course, we're going to try to do that every week. I, I'm actually considering. There might be some review weeks, so maybe not every week as I'm doing this more and more, but we'll see. We'll see how this goes. But together, we're going to recite 1 John 1.9 the last time this week together. So here we go. I'm going to count down. I'm not going to repeat the verse lines. We're going to just say it all at once for a final finish strong verse memory exercise. Here we go. Together, three, two, one. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. All right. If you're with me all week long, practicing great work, great job. Keep it up. It probably wasn't as hard as you thought. And continue to put on the mind of Christ every single day. And until next week, we'll see you then.